My name is George, um, and I'm a member here at Christfest. Um, some of you, well, might be expecting a quiz right now, but um, <laughs> sorry, it's just a talk on the Psalms. So um, you have to wait for, when is it, 27th <laughs> for the quiz? Um, so the Psalm I've chosen to talk about today might be quite familiar, um, mainly because we've just kind of sung it. Um, so Better Is One Day by Matt Redman was based upon Psalm 84. Um, but before we read it, um, we'll just have a quick look at the background of the psalm. So Janice has quickly touched on um, the sons of Korah already, um, but I will just go into a little bit more detail. So very briefly, Korah was one of the Levites um, who served in the temp- uh, the, tab- sorry, the tabernacle um, and he was appointed by Moses. Um, however, Korah became jealous of um, Aaron's position as high priest um, and this led to him leading a rebellion, a rebellion against um, Aaron and Moses, um, but ultimately leading to Korah's death, um, along with all his family, apart from one, and that's the from whom the, the sons of Korah descend from that one. Um, uh, so God has already demonstrated here how amazing his grace is. So given those historical events, the sons of Korah even now are gatekeepers at the temple in Jerusalem. Um, So when we read the psalm, let's just bear in mind that perspective from which it was written. So I'll just give you a moment to find Psalm 84, um, but it should also come up on the screen. So let's read. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out, for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my God and my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house, they are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favour on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and and shield. The Lord bestows favour and honour. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. So um, the psalm spoke to me in three main parts. Um, Just being awestruck, first of all, then there's a journey, and then it's just praising our God. Um, But first, I'd just like you to close your eyes for a few seconds. Um, And imagine you're somewhere like Ashburnham or New Day, um, and in the big main meeting tent is the presence of God. However, you're not allowed in there, and in fact, the only people who are allowed in there are Aaron and Andy. Would you be content and delighted just to be the person on the gate of the walled garden at Ashburnham? I would probably be quite annoyed um, that I've got so close but can't go any further. But well, there is good news And that is because the spirit dwells in us 
um, it means we can experience the presence of God freely anytime and anywhere. Um, you can open your eyes now so it doesn't look like you're asleep. <laughs> um, so, uh, I can't see the PowerPoint, but let's <laughs> carry on. Let's hope it's in the right place. There we go. Okay, so the first section um, entitled Awestruck. So, verses 1 to 4. How lovely is your dwelling place. My soul yearns, even faints. Um, I don't know if you can, but can you think of a time that you've been so excited or yearning for something that you feel faint? Um, I know I felt like this waiting for M um, at the altar on our wedding day, but there aren't that many times where you probably feel like that. Um, so the sons of Korah are so yearning to be in the presence of God that they are even envious of the sparrows and the swallows that have made their nests in the temple. For the sons of Korah, they had to leave the temple to go home and sleep, making the journey every day. And even Moses had to make a journey up Mount Sinai. Um, however, we don't have to make those journeys to be in the presence of God. Yes, we would normally come to church um, or go to an explore group or other gatherings, um, but God's presence always dwells among us. So um, John, uh, John chapter 1 verse 14 says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16 says, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? So I can't wait to get back into church um, and just be able to worship and pray and just be together as a church and a body of Christ. Um, and the drive-in service last week gave us a little glimpse of <laughs> the future in a weird way. Um, but uh, I want to encourage you that we don't have to go somewhere to experience God's presence, which might be especially helpful at this time, um, given that there are lots of restrictions on where we can go and who can we meet. But God's presence dwells among us. So the next section um, I entitled The Journey um, and the psalmist here is speaking of making a pilgrimage or yeah, or a journey um, and I don't know if you listened to Andy's encouragement um, in the middle of the week but he talked about uh, running a race or um, and it's how it's a marathon not a sprint um, and he also talked about um, when you need a drink, you need a drink of the Holy Spirit to keep you going. Um, so in the psalm, they mention the Valley of Baca. Uh, that translates into um, the Valley of Weeping or Tears. So I think no, no one is immune from pain or suffering and we'll all pass through valleys in our lives. Um, Janice's example was one of those. Um, and often, so these are times that we can be, it can be challenging to keep trusting in God um, and just dwell in his presence. However, in verse 5, where it says, blessed are those whose strength is in you. And later on in verse 6, that they make the valley, remember it's the valley of weeping or tears, a place of springs. So even in times of struggle and suffering, let's try to continue to put our strength and trust in God for good things to come out. Of those situations and in Hebrews uh, chapter 12 it says this let and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured on the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God 
Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So God knows we're going to struggle at points in our lives. We're not perfect. If we can go from strength to strength by focusing our eyes on Jesus, then we'll be able to look back and just see how far we've come. And we'll be able to look at the times where we're in that dry valley and how our faith in Jesus was able to turn that into a place of springs. So the final little section um, and encouragement um, was praise. And so we're aware that God is always present with us because of what Jesus did on the cross. Um, and we can look at Matthew chapter 27, uh, verse 51, where, it's, where Jesus was crucified. And it says, at that moment, the, curtle, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Um, and I don't know if you saw on our social group on Facebook, uh, Dave Abraham's post. Um, I haven't told him about this, but I'm sure it's fine because he put it on Facebook. <laughs> um, and he had a picture of the uh, of Westfield, so our building where we normally meet. Um, and it just had the sun-like columns sort of streaming down on it. And his caption was, God is always with us. So uh, just in this week when I was writing this, um, it just really was like a massive encouragement that <laughs> God is always with us. Um, and if we want to experience the presence of God, then we can use Psalm 84 as an example of how to do that. So the sons of Korah are in the presence of God at the temple gates, and they're still praying out and praising the Lord. So when we look at verse 10, um, we can see that just the joy of the psalmist to be in God's presence, because they proclaim, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. And they would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So to put it another way, this is the message version. Um, one day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship, beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub the floors of the house of my God than be honoured as a guest in the palace of sin. And then verse 11 and 12 also continue just to praise God. So in order to fully experience the presence of God, we need to do just as the sons of Korah did and just pray out to him and praise him. Um, Andrew Wilson uses an analogy to describe maybe how to do this. Um, so he said that 1% of the atmosphere we breathe and we walk around in is water, but we don't actually feel that, we don't experience it because it's just there, but you know we don't experience it. Um, but when at night that water then cools and settles as dew on the ground, um, and if we were to put our foot on the grass, then we would feel that water and we'd really experience the wetness of the water. So we actually need to cool ourselves through prayer and worship and praise in order to fully experience that awesome presence of God. And we can do that wherever we are. So, finally, um, let's just be awestruck and faint in God's presence. Let us put our strength and trust in God to turn our valleys into springs. And let us praise God wherever we are because his spirit dwells in us. I would encourage you to take some more time in your day to enjoy God's presence, be that by quiet prayer, putting on a worship song or praying with another person or like um, Dave did 
by just observing <laughs> the world around him and just thinking, oh, that is amazing, you know. That, thank you, God, for being here. Um, and whatever it is, let's call ourselves through prayer and worship so that we can fully experience the presence of our wonderful God. Thank you.